Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Opinion Central. Today, I am going to be talking about movies and streaming services for movies and TV shows. So I'm going to start off talking about the upcoming movies of 2019. Now, 2019 is going to be a pretty big year for movies, as there's a lot of movies that conclude a trilogy. Just to name a few, there's John Wick Chapter 3, which is the series that stars Keanu Reeves. And I'm pretty excited for John Wick Chapter 3 because the world that those movies have created, it's it's a really unique and cool world. And it, it kind of feels like you're in a comic book type world. And I, I really do enjoy those movies. And so the, the third movie, Chapter 3, I'm really excited to see uh, how that one plays out. Another one would be Kingsman 3. Now, the first two Kingsmen I thought were very good. And for those who don't know, the Kingsmen movies are like a James Bond movie on steroids and rated R. And so the thing that's going to be interesting with this third one is I heard the main actor who was in the first two movies will not be a part of this third movie. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how this movie develops and how what the plot may be and all that. Another another trilogy ending movie is The Glass Movie, which comes out in about a week, I think. And The Glass Movie is the third movie to Unbreakable, which came out in 2001, if I'm correct. Split, which came out in 2017. And now Glass, which is the ultimate uh, ending movie, the, the concluding movie of this trilogy, this 18-year-long trilogy where it brings all those characters from all all those those first two movies together for this final showdown or whatever it may be. And I, I am I am very excited to see whether or not M. Night Shyamalan will be able to conclude this trilogy uh, well or not, as I think right now my hopes for Mr. Glass, the Glass movie, are not, you know, high, but they're also not too low. It's, I'm kind of average when it comes to my excitement for this movie. Now, another, probably one of the biggest movies coming out this year would be Star Wars Episode Nine. Now, Star Wars has been a really interesting franchise lately because you had, in 2015, Force Awakens came out, directed by J.J. Abrams, and that was a huge movie, super successful, and a lot of people liked it. I liked it, and many of the people I know liked it. And then you had Rogue One, which was like a spin-off Star Wars movie, and that was very good. A lot of people liked that. But then came the second movie of the trilogy, uh, The Last Jedi, and that was directed by Ryan Johnson, not J.J. Abrams. And I thought The Last Jedi was probably one of the worst Star Wars – I think it is the worst Star Wars movie that's ever been released. And my reasoning behind that is because the plot in general I just thought was very poor. And the action sequence weren't very good. The only the only thing I'll actually give that movie is the fact that it had very good special effects and CGI, which should be expected out of a big budget Star Wars film. But essentially, the plot of that movie is it's a two and a half hour long spaceship chase at five miles per hour with a couple side missions. I just felt like the whole movie was very pointless, and it really upset me because J.J. Abrams set up all these you know, p- big plots and all this. And Ryan Johnson just kind of blew them all off. And 
made them seem as if they were nothing. And that was pretty upsetting. But after A Last Jedi came the Solo movie, Solo Star Wars Story. And I thought that movie was pretty good. But a lot of people, or it didn't get as much attention maybe as Disney hoped. And I think that's because of the poor performance of The Last Jedi. And so now, 2019, we have Star Wars Episode Nine coming out, probably in December. And all the pressure is back on J.J. Abrams because he is returning to direct and film this third and final movie of the trilogy of trilogies that started way back in 1970, the late 70s. And it's going to be interesting to see whether or not J.J. Abrams tries to bring back those plot points that Ryan Johnson dismissed in the second movie. And it's going to be interesting to see how J.J. Abrams deals with the second movie as a whole because, it, like I said, it generally just wasn't very good. And so it, it it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting movie nonetheless, and I hope that J.J. Abrams will be able to conclude that trilogy justfully. And so now now onto some some more movies coming out. There's two movies coming out in 2019 that I think are very very useless, like pointless movies that shouldn't be coming out, and that's Jumanji 2, which is the sequel to the reboot of Jumanji. And when they rebooted Jumanji, I think it was two years, maybe just two years ago, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, I, I thought it was a decent movie, the the reboot, but I didn't think it was good enough for a sequel. But here we come, 2019, Jumanji 2. And so I've, I'm not expecting many good things out of this movie, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The other movie that I... Th- this other movie that's coming out, it's it's a really, really bad movie. I'm already going to tell you it's going to be a really bad movie. Mainly because the first movie should have never existed. And that's Angry Birds 2. Now, when you create a movie based off of a mobile game, you know just from the start. You, you, you shouldn't be expecting a great movie. And it... It's just, I'm not, I didn't like the first movie. I didn't enjoy it. And so I don't expect the second one to be very good. I don't really even plan on going to see the second one. But like I said, when you when you base a movie off of a mobile app, you don't really expect great, great uh, movie watching content. <laughs> but if, if you're into Angry Birds and the Angry Birds movies, then, then good for you, all right? Now... I can't talk about movies coming out in 2019 without mentioning Avengers Endgame. And that that's another trilogy ending. It's like the part two of the third movie. Kind of like with Hunger Games. You had Hunger Games Part 1, Hunger Games Part 2 for the third movie. And so Avengers Endgame is the part two of Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame. And I am really excited for this movie, mainly because I, I thought Infinity War was really good. And so I'm really interested to see what happened after the snap that Thanos did in the end of that movie. And it's going to be really interesting to see how Marvel concludes the stories for a lot of these characters that we love because it's assumed that a lot of these characters aren't going to make it out of this next movie. And it's also really exciting to see how Marvel sets up the upcoming years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they plan on releasing more movies after this one. You know, Spider-Man Far From Home was already announced, and that's coming out after this movie. And so it's going to be interesting to see how Marvel sets up the Marvel Cinematic Universe for after this movie when a lot of our characters that we love are no longer around. 
And so Avengers Endgame is definitely a huge, it's going to play a big role in this Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I'm just really excited to see how it plays out. Now, another movie I got to talk about really quick would be Detective Pikachu. Now, I'm a big, I play a lot of video games and I like playing, I've played the Pokemon video games. And so Detective Pikachu, I am, I am, I think one of the few people who are actually really excited for this movie. And I have a couple of reasons for that. The first one would be because Ryan Reynolds is playing Pikachu. Now, Ryan Reynolds, for those of you who don't know, he played Deadpool in the Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2. And he is a hilarious actor. And he has he does a lot of funny comedy bits. And so I'm really excited to see his comedic side shine in this Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie. The other thing would be that this this Pokemon movie is not your your usual animated Pokemon movies because most Pokemon TV shows and movies are animated. But this one is a live-action, realistic-looking movie. And so I'm really excited to see how all these Pokemon and uh, how the just the Pokemon world looks in a realistic point of view. And so that movie I'm actually very excited for, and it's one of the few that I definitely will be going, going to see the first week it's out. Now, lastly, I got to talk about some of the Disney movies coming out. You have three live-action remakes. You have Dumbo, Aladdin, and The Lion King all coming out this year, all, all before August. I think Lion King is the last live-action coming out this year, and that's in July. And so Disney has gone to this formula now where they take their old classic movies and remake them for a live-action rendition remake. And this formula works because not only does it bring in the young audience, but it also brings in an adult audience of people who want to remember that nostalgia and revisit that childhood past of seeing these movies, but now in live action. And out of those three, the one I'm probably most excited for would be The Lion King, mainly because Lion King, first off, was a huge Disney movie hit, and it's a classic, but the music is fantastic in The Lion King, and I'm excited to see how this live-action remake, you know, deals with the music and whether or not it's going to add songs or remove songs, whatever it may be. And I'm also really excited just to see the characters and the animals in this realistic-looking world. Because like with The Jungle Book, when they did a live-action remake of The Jungle Book, it was just really cool to see the world of The Jungle Book in a non-animated form. And so that's probably why I'm most excited to see Lion King. And out of those three, I'm definitely going to go see Lion King first. And then lastly, I, I can't talk about movies in 2019 without mentioning Toy Story 4. Now, Toy Story 4, I I think it's going to be really good, but I'm still a little worried because Toy Story 3 ended the Toy Story trilogy, the series, on a really good note. You know, you had the toys who... Moved on now with a different owner. Andy was going off to college. And so it's going to be interesting to see how Toy Story 4 reboots this franchise and brings us back into the world of Toy Story. Now, I I don't have my doubts on Pixar and Tom Hanks, so my expectations are pretty high for this movie. And I I am genuinely excited for Toy Story 4. And, you know, I've kind of grown up watching the Toy Story movies. I think the first one was 1999 or 1996. One, I think it was one of those two. And so I'm, I'm really excited to see 
how Toy Story 4 plays out, and I'm hoping that's going to be very good. Now, the the next thing I want to get into would be streaming services. And by that, I'm talking about your Netflix, your HBO, your Hulu, Amazon Prime, YouTube TV, Fandango Go, Verve, uh, the PlayStation TV network they have now. And along with the upcoming, I, there's Disney Plus coming soon, and I think Apple is going to be starting a movie TV streaming service. And the reason why I want to talk about these are, A, because I think these are the f- future of viewing TV content, and B, I just kind of want to talk about how painful they're going to be in the future. Because right now, when you just when you get cable or dish or whatever it may be, you usually get the same set of TV channels. But with all these streaming services, each different one has different exclusives and different rights to certain TV shows. Like I, I remember I watched the TV show Lost on Netflix and – which is a great show, by the way. And when it, when I was almost done watching it, it got removed from Netflix and was exclusively on Hulu. And so I had to watch it on Hulu then and do my free seven-day trial or whatever it was to finish the show on Hulu. And I think that's going to be a really big problem coming up because all these shows are creating original content and claiming rights to all these shows like netflix you know has mindhunter and narcos and the new bird box movie which has been really big and then hbo has game of thrones and uh amazon prime has the jack ryan series and so all these different services have different shows and it's really hard for us consumers and viewers of that type of content to choose which service we want to subscribe to because a lot of us don't want to subscribe to more than one because they're not cheap services they're all well over ten dollars and if you're someone who, let's say, really likes the Marvel Netflix TV shows, and so you subscribe to Netflix for those, but then you also really like the Game of Thrones, so you want to subscribe to HBO. And then let's say when the Disney service comes out, you really like watching your Marvel Disney movies and just Disney movies in general, so you want to subscribe to Disney+. Plus. And all those streaming services add up to you know, maybe $40 a month or $50 a month. And... The problem that's going to come with this is because there's so many of these services coming out, and I'm assuming there's going to be more to come, it's just going to be difficult for consumers to pick and choose just one. And I really like Hulu and Verve, and there might be some other services that do this, but I really like those two because they offer a free option to view their content. It's kind of like with Spotify and Pandora and all your music streaming services where They'll let you listen to their music for free. You'll just have ads. Well, with Verve and Hulu, you can watch your TV shows and listen or watch movies, but there'll be ads throughout the show or movie. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure only Verve offers a completely free option. It's the only service that I know of that offers a completely free option. Hulu, I'm pretty sure you can pay a lower price and have ads included, but I'm pretty sure they have a premium subscription to where you have to pay like $12. I think the ad version is like $8. But I know Verve has a completely free option where you can watch all their content for free with ads in between or throughout the movie or TV show. And I think every streaming service should offer this as an option because not many people want to subscribe to more 
service. And so a free option would be quite ideal. Now, I, I said earlier how I think these streaming services are the future of viewing you know, entertainment content on a TV. And the reason I say this is because you know, if you are, you've already had YouTube TV and I think the PlayStation TV are bringing TV channels to their service. And I believe you know, within the next five years, Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu are all going to start having just regular TV channels on their service. And when you've already seen the exclusiveness of each service, you I start to worry that these services might try to claim certain TV channels. You know, the Disney Plus streaming service might just have it might be the only service that has Disney Channel and it would probably also have the ESPN channels. So if you are a parent and have kids, you would want to be subscribed to Disney Plus because it has Disney Channel. But let's say you're also a fan of The Walking Dead on AMC, and let's say Netflix exclusively has AMC as a channel. Well, then you have to subscribe to Netflix for AMC. And this is all hypothetical, but I, I do believe that soonish you'll have a lot of this TV channel conversion over to streaming services. And so that's probably where today's episode will come to an end. I hope you all enjoyed listening to my talks on the upcoming movies and my thoughts on streaming services and where they're going to head. And if you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe or star or follow the podcast and share it with all your friends. And I will see you all next Sunday. Thank you. Goodbye.